0: Hello and welcome to Film Study. I am Alexia Redman and I'm so glad you could join us. Um, I'm really excited because I had my friend Kendra join me for this conversation about episode 10. It was a practice, so this one is a little bit longer because we're we're getting into everything, but uh, I hope you enjoy it. so excited to have Kendra here. We have a little, there's like a little countdown on this this app that I'm using. Um, But so excited. So Kendra and I know each other from Erica Bain's YouTube community. (laughs) And it's just the funniest, funniest place to be. (laughs) Period. Um, it's, so uh, yeah, we have, we always, like, have a good time in the comments. We're not even going to talk about the hundreds of comments <laughs> that come out of those, that come out of those videos, but it's always just a really dope time. So thank you for making the time to sit with me and talk about this show, because I feel like we have a lot of similar thoughts about the show, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to talk about it with you. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, and so, yeah, let's, let's hop into the episode. So it is starts out with homecoming and we don't get to see homecoming i don't know if i was expecting not to see like at least a part of the dance
1: yeah i i thought we would see a little bit but now it makes sense that we won't see any of it or we didn't see any of it
0: yeah with like covid and like how they're handling that and just the fact that the last episode ended on not necessarily a cliffhanger, but. It, it was a cliffhanger for Spencer and Olivia for sure. Yes. <laughs> so we'll get into that one. But uh so we like see them and what I think it's Jordan, JJ, uh Asher and, and yeah, they're all hanging out at um at the hangout. And then like randomly Spencer comes in with with Chris and we're okay. just like, I guess they're Crenshaw and Beverly's homecomings were on the same night. Right. <laughs> and so they come and and JJ is like going crazy because he won homecoming king and then Chris won homecoming king for, for Crenshaw. And we just see them, we just see them chilling. Uh, and Spencer's just like, oh, you know, we're, we're the ladies. And, and Jordan gives that whole little like, you mean live. The look on his face was priceless. It Great. was, it was it was almost like he was just like oh I didn't know that you knew Mm -hmm. which was also interesting because it's just like so did Olivia tell Jordan because I guess I don't know who knows and who doesn't know and who told who is so such a blur right now (laughs) about Spencer and Olivia when he said so you mean
1: Olivia the look on Spencer's face but then it's almost like okay if if Olivia told him what happened, it's kind of weird that he, the way he said, oh, you mean Olivia, because he was kind of like in a playful, joking mood, but not... Exactly. Because that was a serious thing that happened, so I was just trying to figure that out as well.
0: For sure, and it was, we know that sort of like, only a couple of weeks have passed. Not not even a couple of weeks, I think a a week or so has passed. I think it was a week since the last episode so yeah it was just uh, we'll get into that but it was just very strange I feel like how I don't know how folks how that whole Spencer and Olivia thing turned out but uh, so we see that we see uh, Simone is on her way to the hangout she gets there she runs into what's his name Dane who's her baby daddy yes (laughs) There's a little bit of a little, a little, uh, heated, little tension filled moment
1: with them, too.
0: Right. Did you did you feel that, or did you were just like, oh, that's like an innocent well, interaction? He had a little bit
1: of tension. You know, he was kind of like, had the nerve to show his face and ask her how she's doing, which is weird. Um, and
0: she was, it was like, very strange because I feel like we haven't even seen him be caring and he was carrying in that moment
1: right is this out of nowhere it was very
0: random (laughs) yeah so yeah I I don't know what where they're going to go with that storyline or if he's going to like come back up um but that was just a really yeah
1: I think so I think he's going to uh either follow her to or follow not her but um, end up on All-American Homecoming maybe Uh,
0: you know what I thought the same thing
1: because why would they bring him I mean well and then you know of course well, we haven't
0: gotten that far yet but well something happens with Jordan (laughs) (laughs) I mean hopefully if they're watching this episode they've seen it and he definitely uh, hits Jordan
1: so Cam and Dane both play for Westlake
0: yeah so what happened is cam transferred from crenshaw to what is yeah westlake um at the beginning of the season and he would and you know because he had the whole thing with spencer where he was just like oh you think you're the only one who can leave and blah 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 blah. i don't know how i Um, missed
1: the part where him and dane were on the same team i don't know why i just kind of overlooked that
0: yeah i think it was because it was just when we met the two of them and when they were together the last time we saw them was in that fir- like that very first episode and there was a lot going on with obviously the tension between Spencer and Olivia and then there was like the whole Simone sort of oh, that's right having her baby and then like hiding from Jordan in that same vein so it was just a lot going on at that first episode <laughs> So we just, like, we missed it. And that's also when Jordan and Spencer punched each other. Okay, now I remember. (laughs) See? Yeah, yeah. So that was just... We'll we'll definitely look for how that storyline is going to go. Because there was definitely a different vibe with with Simone and and Dane in that intro. And then, of course, the triangle that nobody cares about. Nobody. (laughs) And I don't let... Again, I obviously i'm a fan of the show so i'm a fan of the writers in a in a general sense but i just for the life of me cannot understand (laughs) why we're focused on asher vanessa and jj and we see that vanessa like basically is trying to get get with asher at this point and, and kiss him and she's just like oh you know you and olivia Aren't together anymore, and that's why we didn't kiss over the summer. Uh, who, you know, who is our kiss going to hurt? And and Asher just like, oh, it would hurt JJ or whatever. So Asher did a little nice, nice thing. He was nice, Asher, Asher, for a second. But it was just like Vanessa, girl. Two episodes ago, you were just saying how you were into JJ and that you did not care for Asher at all when he was trying to make a move. So I knew she was lying then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> That's another story where it's just like I just don't. It's not adding up unless it was pr- like purposefully supposed to be like she was, yeah, tr- not trying to be eager or something like that. And so, but yeah. then she ended up being eager. Yes.
1: Yeah, because she said, uh, "What did she say? I'm nobody's rebound or what?" Did she, yeah, what did she said, "I know my worth."
0: Yeah yeah exactly and then two episodes later you over here pushing up on him <laughs> just yes those those few and then we there was a very brief moment where asher and jj got into a fight um well actually it was more on jj's end but that was just that was a little blurb uh at the same time there was a lot going on in this episode I was thinking
1: about there, there really there
0: really is
1: a lot of people said it was boring, but I thought it was really packed with
0: a lot of stuff. It was packed. And maybe it was like, I, I heard a lot of people talking about the pacing of the episode just because it was so, so much. And so at the same time, like as they're in Homecoming and, you know, right after that moment, they're like switching back and forth between between scenes. And so as they're at the hangout after Homecoming and right after Jordan's like, oh, you meet Olivia to Spencer we go to where Olivia is and she is at a new like Narcotics Anonymous meeting and we see Nurse Joy from of course the shooting from last season when she saved Spencer's life but we see her in a very different vein and she's you know, the first time we reintroduced to her she's like telling Olivia to hurry up and pick a cookie like <laughs> yeah. oh
1: my goodness I'm so glad we're at this part cause this is <laughs> this has been mind-boggling like just uh you know um when she says oh wait don't you remember me she said you're a long way from home I really when I expected her to say how are you doing I really didn't think she was gonna say you're a long way from home I'm like that's it
0: it was a very just it, it I looked at it this way. She was like a character that you root for because she was very no-nonsense, but you're the last time we saw her, she was very sort of caring towards Spencer and very attentive towards him and even attentive, toward, uh, attentive towards Liv yes. when she was going through it and saying, like, you know, this is your friend, this is your, you know, hmm, brother so that she could go in the room and be with him. And so we just meet her in a very different light, I feel like. Um, In terms of, you know, how how we see that Liv, this is the first meeting that she's going to as she's back sort of on her sobriety path. And she's really sort of nervous to contribute to introduce herself. We saw this like annoying girl come up to her. and try to be her sponsor and like just very, very eager to be her sponsor. And so she's just sort of keeping to herself because this is the first time that she's been in a uh in an environment that's not like a Malibu rehab center or a Malibu uh Alcoholics Anonymous Center. Um and so it's just a very different vibe for her. She's sorta of trying to take it in.
1: Right. And that and that goes back to what my thoughts were on that not taking her her relapse seriously or in a different way because she's from a different environment
0: Um, yeah talk a little bit about that because we had this conversation on youtube (laughs) and i thought you made some excellent points uh and you know what we'll we'll go through we'll spend some time cause you know, the people know I love Liv. So <laughs> we're going to spend some time here. Um, specifically, but also because like, this has been her arc for the past three episodes was like in regards to her sobriety and really the whole season, um, about, you know, what are her triggers? Like I talked about that in the last episode with my friend Chanel, is like, we don't really know what triggered her drinking fully. And in this episode, we actually get to hear her talk about it. Um, as they flip back to the scenes to her. And she, you know, again, we see this relationship where Nurse Joy is less like, you can come to meetings, but you have to participate. And then when she participates and she, for the first time, sort of tells the audience why she started drinking. And she was just like, you know, I had been there for everybody. uh, And then I felt like nobody was there for me. And so I felt alone. And so I took a drink. Um, And then we see Nurse Joy sort of (laughs) kind of be uh like girl is that why you took a drink like she's very sort of dismissive of it and it's just like no you could took a drink cuz you want to take a drink like <laughs> let's get that straight and so she very much had that um you know you were going to find a reason to take a drink regardless um and sort of getting in this vibe of you know later in the episode she says like people were there for you because Liv is just like oh I have enough friends and she was just like oh I don't." I thought you didn't have any friends um, so Nurse Joy this Nurse Joy and Liv dynamic was really really interesting and tell the folks your thoughts on how Nurse Joy views Liv <laughs> uh,
1: well it started with uh, someone's comment that made a, a light bulb had a light bulb moment go off and she said they act like she was drinking for the fun of it <laughs> and it made me think that are they trying to say that people from affluent areas or um, you know environments where they have privilege uh, and money that their problems aren't as serious um, and you know people from other other places have have more of a reason to Cause it, you know, if you look at it, the way they portrayed it, it looks like Spencer should be the one with the drinking problem. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, games and murder and violence and
0: or a Coop at least,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <a> Coop. <laughs> and then here, here's Liv. You know, from uh, Beverly Hills, and her parents have money, and she has, you know, her mom's a DA, so she that's that's. A privilege in itself
0: and, it's and we like, saw the privilege of that last episode for sure
1: and yeah and that's where that's why it also made me tie into are they are they passing it off as she really doesn't have any major issues or even you know any issues that would actually legit legitimate issues that would cause her to drink um, so I, I and I also you know was thinking too maybe I need to have a better understanding of an addiction of the, the initial addiction and, um, you know, like picking up, a, a when she had, when she took the pills and then when she takes a drink, that was two different, two different vices, basically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, do I need to have a better understanding of maybe she's just drinking from triggers but then it's like, well, what are her triggers? Because we haven't seen them.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, and-, and and also to that point, like we've seen, we haven't seen any specific one because we've seen a couple, and we know that, you know, when when she when we in the in season one when we first see her sort of wanting to, maybe start using again is when, you know, her mom's DA campaign is taking off and they're right in the middle of football season and so she's like felt like she was being overlooked again and that no, you know, that was her what's it half year sobriety mark. And so she's also in the realm of the show, still a very, very new yeah. <laughs> young addict. Uh and she was still very, very new and recent in her sobriety process. She was only just over a year, maybe just under a year, um with her sobriety, uh, with her sobriety journey.
1: Yeah, I and I don't know if maybe there's something we don't know about, you know, AA meetings or something. Yeah. Uh, I've always thought, you know, if you ha- if you drink the way she drinks, that I mean, she drank that random different times, you know, when she was gonna confront Layla and. Uh, when she uh, well when she thought everyone was leaving her at end of last season Uh, yeah
0: it's just become this thing that like has her her addiction has become this like behemoth in the background (laughs) Yeah, because we see that this is what I said in the comments on YouTube I was just like the most that we've seen her her like talk about her addiction besides this episode was when she was calling Leslie and saying, Leslie, please call me back. Like we've heard Leslie, please call me back more times than we've heard. Like I'm feeling alone or something of that nature. Um, and so it's, this is, this is how, how I put it. And, and to your point, it seemed like the writers were really sort of making this, um this, this connection that she really just like, is just an addict and that she was going to find an excuse to drink. But I was just, it it just came at a very interesting point this season um, because, you know, we saw her be manipulative. We saw the dark side of Liv. We saw, yeah, we saw the dark side of live for the first time. And so (laughs) when she was manipulating Spencer and sort of like lying to her family and, and doing all of this and then asking Spencer to switch seats. And so we get the realm of that Uh, And then the very next episode after people have had a whole break in which they can't really, I don't think, control the breaks, but after a whole break when it's coming back, then it's like all of a sudden, oh, you know what? You also are just like, (laughs) I don't know. You're just drinking to drink. It just didn't make sense to me. It
1: doesn't. It doesn't add up. It it does not add up. Uh, And I mean, I don't know what else to say because they're making it seem like even when the nurse said, you know, it was a choice and I'm like, okay, it really questions how we all view addiction. Olivia.
0: Oh yeah. Olivia. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and addiction. You're correct. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I've
1: always thought that, you know, if you drink like that, then there's a reason for it. You know, there's, there's a traumatic experience, maybe PTSD or, um, you know and then it kind of questioned you know you kind of bring up the question well what she i know she said she wanted to be seen and so she started taking uh pills uh and they didn't recognize until she you know pretty much almost died but uh, maybe there's some underlying uh, internal uh views on herself and maybe that's why her self-worth or something like that that maybe why she's picking up the the vices? Maybe we'll see that. Yeah. But I I expected something way more. I, I really expected it to be about the shooting. I mean, that's yeah. obvious that they could have just tied it into
0: that. But. Same here. Same here. I think I wrote somewhere. I was just like, if the writers had instead of doing that whole you know soliloquy about her being alone, which she was, but it made her seem sort of like entitled and. It, not such a big deal. Like, oh, you know, I was helping people, and then they left me. I do Just the way that it all came out, I was just like, it could have been so simple for them to just be like, listen, my parent, like my parents split. <laughs> I, you know, and we always had this perfect family image, and so like, as soon as my parents, uh, my parents split. I also, like, was involved in this shooting where my best friend slash the person that I was in love with but didn't know it at the time got shot. And also my boyfriend at the time was using steroids. Like, just a lot happened in my life the last year Uh, in a moment of weakness. I just took a drink. And that's, like, such a quick way for the audience to you know, remember all of the things that happened to her over the years yes. <laughs> or over the year uh and it just didn't they were just like mm, no we're going to make this other character who we respect because she's you know the only person giving live this tough love uh we're going to make her be like mm, you have to take responsibility it's not these other people it's you and it was just we'll see we'll see how that uh, pans out no, <laughs> in now, the future. I'm
1: thinking, you know, maybe they're, that's the angle they're going to go at. Maybe yeah. she has some very insecure, like I said, self-worth and she, I, I believe her mom in one of the episodes says that's part of her, addic- she has an addictive personality, so she helps people. And mm-hmm. then it's almost like she helps them and expects something in return. Like they're... <sighs> You know, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah. she just got some very internal issues, and that does happen. That 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 happens. Well, that that happens. You know, whether you've had a traumatic experience or not, some people just grow up in a different, you know. Yeah. Come to a come to way. their self awareness in in different ways, and maybe she she. Because you know, remember she was struggling with her identity, she says she's yeah uh, she's the twin, she's you know the daughter of a ex foot n f l player so she really doesn't know who she is,
0: definitely not, and I think she she knows bits and pieces about herself, but she again is is a high school year old and they're yeah. dealing with very like adult issues and nobody
1: nobody knows who they are at seventeen
0: eighteen exactly. Exactly. And Liv is just, she's in a very heightened reality. Um, Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see where that goes. That's sort of where her storyline is. And then we jump back and there's really quickly a piece around Coop telling Layla, actually Coop doesn't tell Layla anything, but Coop sort of alludes to Layla that her dad had something going on because that was the only way he would let patience out of her contract and then Layla finds out that he had an affair with little Jewel and she sort of confronts her confronts him about it um I I'm not gonna lie I loved the the feminism (laughs) like we're not gonna have me too in this household little uh, monologue that she went in I was like you better stand up for these artists because she was just like this is now including you know her own mother she was just like this is now the third artist that you've dated like this is there There are power dynamics and here she knows about <laughs> uh, that, that, facts because she didn't even know about Lil Jewel so <laughs> uh, so yeah but she was like there are power dynamics here and so that's yeah how would you feel if a producer was doing that to me
1: so I'm assuming that when Mo brought Coop the papers for patients, she gave her the papers, right? So Coop yeah. read them. Is that correct?
0: I thought she didn't read them. I thought she was just like, because you can't like open legal documents like that. I think she just passed them off.
1: So then patients told her what what was going on. Is that
0: yeah, patients had to like off screen tell Coop what was going on because okay. we never saw that on screen because okay. Patience I, was just I, like, I,
1: I thought maybe she read the papers and in the papers it said something about why she had to, but she that wouldn't have been in there, that kind of content wouldn't have been in a non disclosure.
0: No, nah, no, I don't okay. think so, but maybe who knows because yeah. Coop be snooping as we know and uh, running through because again, there were so many. Pieces <laughs> with different storylines in this episode, and so her other sort of angle is that as she's like becoming more wary or Larry of um JP JP2, because uh-huh. yeah, we know you. he's not the original, <laughs> as she becomes Larry of JP2, the second, uh. <laughs> She uh, also starts to let her guard down around Mo, and I know I'm jumping around in the story timeline, but we're gonna go from like order of, okay, almost order of importance. But yeah, she she really starts to let her guard down around Mo, and that storyline sort of ends on a cliffhanger with Mo acknowledging that Coop has let her guard down, and this is because Coop has seen like the work that Mo is doing in the community all of this all of this stuff because we see that yeah her and kia are at the crenshaw hangout and they're making like what is it posters for the mm-hmm. protest for because some they're about to get into sort of the black lives matter um portion of the of the season and we see that they're sort of having like this justice rally i think it's justice for tamika that i think they said her name in this episode. Um, and so we see the beginnings of that storyline happening and as Coop is observing that Mo has put this all together she's just like oh maybe I was wrong maybe you are a really dope person um, and as soon as Coop says that Mo is just like ha I have, I have you read right where I want you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah I'm still not sure what Mo is, I, I have no clue I have no clue what she's doing I, I, I've seen everything from Coop is going to get killed, which I don't. I don't think that's going to happen, um, based off uh, NK's uh, podcast interview. Uh, that they might set Coop up to go to jail for uh, for something, um, and then you know we could be they could pull the bait and switch. They could it could yeah. be something totally the opposite. Of-
0: I totally agree because I feel like it was a bait and switch already. Like. You know, we were introduced to Mo and she was very, very obviously, like, a villain. And then she, you know, turned that on its head at the beginning of this season. And really, like, we haven't seen her do anything bad. Like, <laughs> she's been chill. And so to have her again sort of do this, like, random turn <laughs> again to being a villain. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Was, I, I have no clue where that storyline is going. I'm going to
1: be so honest about that. <laughs> and then, you know, remember Preach uh, said he... Vouched for her. Yeah, he he checked he her checked out. He went back to her home where she... Well, not her home, but where she was, I guess, living for the last so many years and doing street activism and all that stuff. And um, he said she checks out good. And um, it he was kind of like... Yeah. Ah. I don't know about all that,
0: <laughs> which like preaches intel like yeah, not to say other people on that show are intelligent, but preach is intelligent. And so I'm like, if yeah, I don't I, and, and for that reason, <laughs> I don't know where this storyline right, right, is going right. I don't either, <laughs> uh, but it will be interesting to see, you know yeah, you know, what Mo does in the future. So, again, while all of that is going on, we football is back. It's been on the back burner for the past couple episodes. And we see, uh, again, like, Beverly playing their game against Westlake. Obviously, we mentioned that Dane sort of hits Jordan. And Jordan, uh, who we know from the past, like, cheated concussion protocols. Um, Jordan goes down. He's concussed. Uh, he's in a mini does it, does it even count as a coma? I don't know. He was out. He was out for the count. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's how Beverly's game. And I think that they were undefeated before that time. And so they ended up losing losing the game while they rushed Jordan to the hospital. Um, concurrently, Spencer uh, and Crenshaw aren't doing so well. And Spencer, you know, talks to his mom about how, you know, he was supposed to save the season, obviously putting on his little Superman cape again. And his mom is just like, just be you, in in a nutshell. (laughs) And Billy basically tells him the same thing. He's like, just be you. Billy also randomly brings up at this game that he's going to do a Corey tribute. And I loved it, but it was also random.
1: (laughs) You said random?
0: Yes, was it not?
1: Yeah, it was. I I didn't expect it. I, I, it kind of came it, out of nowhere too. It came. Out of,
0: I feel like there's, and maybe I'm using the word random, but the writers are really just like, we just want to throw all of these surprises at you.
1: And that's what we go back when we, when we say, the show,
0: this episode was uh, filled with a lot of stuff. Lot it was stuff. filled with a lot of stuff. This is like seven different. Storylines um, in one, and so we see, uh, you know, his mom gives him a like little mini pep talk. Billy gives him more of one, um, and we know that like the Chargers have to turn it around because that's it's playoff. Like playoffs are almost here, and they can't be losing no more games. Uh, we also see a very very brief glimpse of um, Nani, the new female kicker. And she, I think she botches the kickoff, but then she comes back and she, like, makes extra points and stuff. Um, so she does well, but they don't really focus on her all that, all, all that much. Uh, someone pointed this out, too. They were like, <laughs> I, they thought that the guys would make a bigger deal out of having a female kicker, but we didn't really see that. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, we have a girl on our team cool get cool <laughs> it was literally that it was no sort of like it was like we got your back no sort of like acknowledgement that this is not this is groundbreaking but um so we see that and then we see you know billy giving again spencer this long pep talk about his dad and about how his dad has like uh, made, made seven touchdowns in one game um and how they're going to do a tribute and they end up like doing a logo on the field, which we know is Billy Bakerfield <laughs> from season one. Um, so Billy on Billy Bakerfield there now stands a logo of of Corey James and, and a tribute to him. And so we see that really like sort of revitalizes Spencer and he goes off and he basically takes over the game from that from that moment and he is almost getting eight touchdowns. <laughs> and in the middle of his eighth touchdown <laughs> He. And this is. I love Spencer, but this is where it's just like. Just break the record, man. Yeah, just he, he, Your he, father he, is not going to be upset with you, right? And he put on a Superman cape.
1: I. Feel he like put he, on a Superman cape. He did. I feel like he did in that moment. He didn't choose himself.
0: He did. not uh, Can we? He could. This man only be choosing himself when it comes to Olivia messing up. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he literally. Yeah,
1: I, at first, I was not like, oh, even an episode nice. later. That was so cute what he did, and now I'm just kind of like, no, no. This,
0: this <laughs> is your future. You're supposed to be selfish. I mean, I understand His future. There <laughs> were what? There were eight, eight. There were supposed to be eight uh, recruiters there. Which, all right, I'll, hold on, I'll come back to that. But there were supposed to be eight recruiters there. He ain't got no scholarship or he has one sc- No, the scholarship is taken away because the coach from right. the college uh, is not at the mm-hmm. job anymore. And so <laughs> he literally just is supposed to be showing out in front of these eight recruiters to get his little scholarships back on track. And he's like, no, I'm gonna share the record with my dad. And you
1: know what? And that just that reaffirms that the relationship that he longed for with his dad is gonna be a recurring story. I, I said that it's gonna be a recurring <clears throat> part of his storyline. It's gonna it's gonna continuously come up. It's not like yeah, Corey's dead, and you know that's that. He's gonna move on and move past it and make peace with it. I mean. I think he's going to continually learn and grow from the fact that his dad wasn't there and he wanted him to be there. And that's just another, Mm. even though, like I said, he didn't choose himself, that was another moment for him to really embrace what he really, really wanted from Corey.
0: Mm. You know, that's a good point and I'm glad that you actually said it that way because that it makes i understood that he did it for his dad but i was just like dude come on no, but no, now no. that you're saying that i was just like as a as a it's watching the story and seeing that evolve i actually love that the writers did it that way
1: any moment that he gets to, a chance to connect with his dad whether he's mm-hmm. you know there or he's he, well he's not there anymore he's going to do it i like when yeah. they play that music when uh Billy was talking and he said, you know, his greatest legacy he's looking down on his greatest legacy and it's Spencer. And that makes yeah. Spencer so proud uh, to be Corey's so son. It made me yes. cry. He like he is so happy to be Corey's son. Even though he was upset with them <laughs> when he first came back, he's just so happy to be his son. He's He's he, pleased. Yeah, he's, he's pleased.
0: Yeah. It was, it was such a beautiful touching moment. And as much as I was rooting for him to break that record, I was just like, hey, I didn't like full on cry, but it was like, that was a teary eyed moment for me. Because any, Corey was one of the most surprising characters in a good way. Like we thought, or, you know, I feel like the audiences thought we weren't going to like him, you know, right away. Cause he's like coming in, he's disrupting their life, but he really turned out to be like such a, an interesting father figure. Yeah. <laughs> who, very interesting. who recognized who recognized his faults and tried his best to make up for his faults. And would, I think yeah. yo, go
1: ahead. I'm sorry. That will be forever be my favorite part storyline in All American is is when yeah. his dad from the moment his when he tried to meet his dad at that game and he wasn't there in mm. that um episode until of course after he passed but um that that whole the whole building of the relationship in that short amount of time will forever be my favorite part like it was so yeah that was one part of the storyline that really was even though he died that was finished all the way through
0: yeah and even up until the season, like, I still to this day, I know everybody loves Vegas for obvious reasons, the Vegas episode, but the cabin episode this season, like, uh, just cinematography wise, like, storyline wise, it the, the cast being together and it not being, like, a, a big dramatic thing, uh, even though it was, you know, teen drama, but it was... And I think that that was the title, right? Oh no, it was teenage love. It was teenage love. (laughs) But the cabin episode and the way that they incorporated his letters was uh, just—it was just—it was amazing. It felt like I was watching a new show, to be honest. Oh. So I really, I really liked that episode and how they incorporated. Yeah, I like that one too. Um. And so, oh, this was the point I was going to bring up. I don't know if you caught this or not. Did you hear that? Because Billy and Coach Montez also had, like, a little small moment in this show where he was just like, oh, why'd you tell? Um, oh, no, he told Jordan that he, that Jordan was also having, like, recruiters to his game. Um, and Coach Montez was like, oh, I didn't want to tell him because, you know, sometimes he clams up, which actually has been a part of his storyline of, like, clamming up in big moments. Um and I was just like, wait, it's like the same number of college recruiters. So did Billy lie to Spencer about <laughs> recruiters being at Crenshaw's game and they were actually at Beverly's game?
1: Well, I thought he said that. I thought he told him the one that wasn't going to come see Spencer was going to go see Jordan. I, I'm a little.
0: Mm, okay. I a little, yeah, I was just. It was just a small little moment that I like never. I didn't like go back and check. So I was just like, that was just, I remember watching the episode and I'm like, wait, there's what's going on here. So you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm just being messy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we see that. And then in the middle of that, like touchdown celebrations were right after that, after the game and, uh, Crenshaw wins, uh, Billy gets the call that, um, Jordan is in the hospital uh, and, you know, we see Spencer and Billy running up to the hospital, <laughs> uh, Billy goes to Laura. Yes. <laughs> Spencer. Spencer, Spencer runs to Olivia and they, they have a, a have a little brief moment yes. where we've had <laughs> we don't know there was a one question about who initiated what but we couldn't tell that mutual. Simone was in the way I
1: it know. was mutual I keep trying to see but I think it was mutual I think he was running towards her lifting up his arms and she was lifting up
0: her arms and it was just it was a mutual thing they yeah, cannot think... stay away from each other we I was a, one of a few who were just like they need distance from each other after this whole this whole I said, fiasco I that too <laughs> but they did not keep their distance. In fact, they were so we again see them together. Obviously, they're focused on Jordan. And then you know, the next thing we see is Laura sort of being a mom and, and being panicky and I like how she says,
1: I like how she says when they when they after they hug and they go into Jordan's room. I like how she says, "Come on, Spencer." Cuz he's part of the family. Oh, she said that. I yeah. missed that. Yeah, as soon as oh, they so cute. Day, they get ready to go in Jordan's room, and she says,
0: "Come on, Spencer." And I was like, "Oh, he's, he's part of the family." She's, uh, they're uh, they're just so cute. They're they're crazy though. I mean, they're they're both. So somebody said uh, Spencer and Olivia invented emotional cheating <laughs> because they've both been just so in tune with each other. Um, Throughout the whole series, and as we know, Spencer was with Layla, and and Olivia was with Asher. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, most definitely mo- emotional cheating
0: for sure <laughs> for a while. Uh, and so now, again, now now that they're both single, but also in limbo, and then they know each other's feelings, they're just sort of they weren't awkward. I wanted them to be oh, awkward. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it,
1: because I was gonna say that I was gonna say they weren't even they weren't even weird towards each other but if you what think about, about it they, they kind of were because trust me I've been in that situation where <laughs> you, had a, you had a fallout or an argument with your significant other and then in, the next day you, you act like nothing happened
0: there was more important even though, things going on <laughs>
1: even though right even though there's unresolved issues it's you know they, they're tending to Jordan and, of course, that was an opportunity for them to hug and not need permission to do it because of the circumstances.
0: It's true. But they were also standing extremely close together later Maybe on. The <laughs> they were just, they, they, the point is they cannot stay away from each other, which I feel like we all assumed. We all assumed, but it ended up happening. Um, and so we see <clears throat> Laura freaking out about, about Jordan and about his state. Um, and she's asking the doctor a series of questions, and then here comes the marriage bomb. And Simone just goes off. And granted, Laura did refer to Simone as Jordan's
1: friend. That was all kinds of shade. That was so That funny. was
0: shade. But we know Laura doesn't like her, so <laughs> yeah, because when she tried like, which... to break that up before <laughs> Should she? Should she? we as an audience like get to see them having these little cute moments and I'm sure she does too but this is the woman, this is the girl who lied to her son about her son potentially having a kid with her so it, from a mother's perspective it makes sense so she calls her a friend which again was shady and messy and Simone takes that moment to be like well what you not gonna do is <laughs>
1: She got Talk to me any kind off. of way.
0: Talk to me any kind of way because I am a wife <laughs> and you are not. Uh, and so Laura finds out. She comes at Liv um, and is like, Did you know about this? And Liv is just like, I did. And she's like, How could you lie to me? And she's like, And it wasn't a lie. <laughs> there was just a lot going on. <laughs> so it Laura's upset but obviously again more important things um Billy does not yell at all which I was again upset about because he was screaming at the top of his lungs last week didn't have nothing to say to Simone didn't have nothing to say about he the whole marriage that. situation
1: he does that he doesn't he doesn't step in when when one of his family members are getting trashed by somebody else. He doesn't step in at the appropriate time. He doesn't step in he at He does all. not. He does not. He, he just, just not. kind of standing there looking crazy and it's like, are you going to say something?
0: <laughs> with his arms crossed and so just yeah. in that same yeah, Billy stance. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wild. Uh, but we, every, everything turned out fine. It was actually kind of a short, it was like a very short hospital scene, like as a collective, um, yeah, uh, Jordan is fine, but the doctor basically tells him that he cannot play football for the rest of the season or the rest of the year. Um, and so that's sort of the cliffhanger that we leave off at. Also, Olivia um, has gotten Nurse Joy to agree to be her sponsor, and she's just like, "All right, <laughs> but you gonna take responsibility, and we ain't gonna be, we ain't gonna be buddy buddy." <laughs> so that's. <laughs> sort of how the episodes ends it's like the baker twins are down again <laughs> kind of on the rise jordan is down more than liv is down liv is sort of on the rise spencer is very much on come on the come up right his mom is just talking about how proud she is of him and that like the last time they were there she's the only one who brings up the shooting to be honest <laughs> um Right, because she's just like I remember being at the hospital when you were
1: here. Oh, that's right, that's right, at at the fountain. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it, that's that's how the episode. It, it was just a very packed episode.
1: Yeah, it was it was hard, hard to fit all the all this material in because it. There's so much more you could. I do want to say one I'll thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, about Simone at the end, there was two things. Number one, she lied. And to Billy and Laura, saying she didn't know about con- the concussion. Yeah. Yeah. I was, she- was like, you little liar. And um, she said, I didn't know anything about this. And I guess that's something her and Jordan had worked out that she was going <laughs> to say she didn't know. Um, and then when uh, Laura said, you know, we love you and we're here for or whatever she said after that. Simone is standing off to the side and if you see her face, she's got this sad look on her face. And I Yeah, know, I saw that. I don't know if it's because she realizes it may not work or mm-hmm. if she realizes that <laughs> this kind of goes back to what Monda was saying about she... I didn't see it before, uh, that maybe she wanted to be She wanted to be in the Baker family. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they have issues, but her family has way more. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to say way more issues, but it's not a it's not an environment that is welcoming and you know welcoming of other people. And remember, Mm -hmm. her mom is very, I don't, I don't demanding and challenging. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was a very interesting look that she had at the end there so i and i took that as sort of what you said at the beginning which is like maybe she's starting to realize that maybe it won't work out between her and jordan um obviously we know that she's about to get that pipe like the the backdoor pilot so she's getting her own spin-off and so i was just like is that the beginning of the cracks like we saw the thing with dane and then we saw this little look that she gave at the end there and so I was definitely on the lookout for that for the next couple of episodes, and then
1: I think um, they're gonna split.
0: Oh yeah, I, I. That's it's gonna be something for, it's that
1: gonna, I. It's gonna be for a a really selfish reason because Simone is a selfish person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is. Every decision she I makes, she's a
1: selfish.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. So we're definitely going to see how that goes. But it, I feel like they're, to, they're at least together in the pilot. So I'm, I was very. I think that we're going to start to see maybe some more cracks coming between okay. the two of them. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a staunch like break. Um, but Laura will probably try to keep them away from each other for the time. I hope. But so. I don't think that's gonna. I don't <laughs> think that's gonna. Laura needs to. Laura needs to. Um. Get you re- rediscover her DA backbone, like what made her the DA? Because this is the second time one of the twins' friends has talked to her sideways. I know, uh, so I'm interested to see where Laura's storyline goes and what you know they're what gonna, she will be accepting of in the future.
1: They're gonna have to, uh, give her some flaws because. You know she's coming. I like her, but she's coming off. Who, Laura? As, yeah, but she's coming off as one of the few characters that really doesn't have any thing else. going on.
0: Yeah, I, she, they need to get into her B A shoreline. I, I agree, and I will say I forgot to mention this. I love, love, love. She's the only family member that we saw um, actually going to the family therapy. She went to a meeting while Liv was that's at her right. meeting. And I, but that's what I wanted to see. I was like, I'm down Billy's for not deepening. Going, not go. uh, Billy not, we don't even acknowledge Billy, but Laura <laughs> <laughs> was great. And being a supportive mom, and that's what I wanted to see in this episode, and I did. So I'm happy about that. Uh, and then we'll see where this whole Mo thing goes. Uh, I feel like we'll definitely get to see a little bit of her more villainous side. But again, like, yeah, we might see her more villainous side. I'll say that. Um or we might just it might be a little plot twist again and she's actually totally okay and she's just like, "Oh, Coop is finally seeing me for who they, I am." Yeah, they tend to
1: do that. They tend to pull the, you know, something bait and switch. And then yeah, and then it turns out, "Oh, just kidding. They're they're okay. They're good."
0: Yeah, I feel like that's honestly going to be like I feel like people think that she's going to turn villainous. But I I don't know if I I don't know if I trust it. I don't know if I trust it. I feel like she's going to turn out to be just normal. I I do too. Yes. So, but in the next episode, we'll see more of her specifically because we will see the Black Lives Matter rally um, that they're doing and, you know, more of Spencer's journey as he tries to figure out which college he's going to and, um, you know, if he's going to play football, if he's going to get any offers and stuff like that so it's going to be an exciting episode next week
1: That's definitely going to be uh, more focus driven than
0: yes than this. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing I don't think there's going to be quite as many what was it like the 7 8 storylines that we had in this one
1: see and this is one of those episodes that should have been after the hiatus because hmm. then you know people kind of feel like they need to catch up on everything Having yeah. this episode right after the last one, it, it didn't it didn't flow together. In it,
0: yeah. And you just, I already talked about how oh, I felt yeah. about that. That the storyline, but I acknowledge my bias. So I'm gonna say the whole time. Um, But yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> this has been so great to have you on. Thank um, you. This is so fun. This is so fun. Thanks for you thanks know. for joining. And. I'll see, I'll see. Thank, you, no problem. thank you so much for listening in and sticking with us through this episode um we really enjoyed this conversation and actually after we got off that call we talked about it for another hour so just with everything that went on in that episode because it was so packed um but again thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week for episode 11 it's so exciting